Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Drew Grimaldi podcast. It, uh, as always, a lot of crazy shit going on in the world. Um, world is getting crazier as we know it. I want to start out with this first video of Janet Yellen, okay, our Treasury Secretary. Listen to what she has to say about if we can afford to fund another war. Check this one out. This all means. Paul Tudor Jones, the famed investor, was on CNBC this week and he said, this is the most threatening and challenging geopolitical environment that I've ever seen. At the same time, the U.S. is in its weakest fiscal position since World War II, with debt to GDP at 122 percent. Can, can America, can the West, afford another war at this time? I, I think the answer is absolutely. Um, America can certainly afford to stand with Israel and to support Israel's military needs. And we also can and must support Ukraine in its struggle against Russia. And look, the American economy is doing extremely well. What this all means. So, I mean, these people are warmongers, you know, they will do anything that they can to push us into another war. It's what this entire Biden regime is about. We went from Trump, where we had the Abraham Accords. We had almost peace in the Middle East. And then now all of a sudden we got the Democrat Party talking about you know, funding another war. Can we fund another war? Can we afford to fund another war? No, we, we really can't. I'm going to tell you that one straight up. We're $51 trillion in debt. Okay? That's like being maxed out on your credit card and still going out and giving homeless people money. Okay? Or being broke and still giving. You got to take care of number one first. This is a huge issue. The debt is going to destroy America if we do not start taking it serious. Not white supremacy... Not all these climate change, not all this bullshit that the Democrats like to say. But what it is, is that's the number one threat. So moving on, it's been a, just a crazy, crazy couple weeks with the Hamas and stuff like that. Check out this one here. Notice there's no flag, American flags at the pro... Palestine. You know, and um, coming here, you know, in large numbers and not assimilating, that's called an invasion, okay? And Biden just keeps letting these people in while other countries are actually talking about kicking them the fuck out. France is talking about deporting anybody with ties to the terrorist organizations. Hamas, Palestinian, anything. You're out. I think that's a great policy. Probably might be frowned upon me saying this. Some people might not like it, but I'll say it anyways. The Koran calls for violence. It literally calls for everything that Jesus taught. It, the opposite of what Jesus taught, right? The Quran talks about, you know, not turning the other cheek, but killing your enemy. And 
the way I look at it, <clears throat> you know, it's a violent religion, you know, and we have such disdain towards Scientology and all these other things. Why don't we treat them the same way? Like, ah, dude, you should probably, you know, get out of that. Because if you look at it, there's more like some weird stuff going on in the Quran about beheading, rape, and all of this stuff. You know, not that the Bible was always 100% great, but the message was at least the same. Do good for your, for your people, for everybody. Be kind, love each other, take care of each other. You know, and that's not what the, the Palestinians want, okay? They like to, what they'll do is they'll take their children and use them as human shields and then when the you know they'll show a bunch of kids getting slaughtered on the west and on the tv and now you're seeing ms msnbc cnn all coming out they're going oh well israel's being a little tough on them and it's it's actually becoming apartheid and i'm, I'm hearing the word apartheid and i'm hearing the word genocide and it's just ridiculous okay these people hamas palestine they poked the bee's nest okay they poked the proverbial bee's nest and now they're like oh my god i can't believe i got stung that's not fair well it's like you're raising your kids to go sacrifice themselves and it might sound terrible but you know what if they don't value their kids lives at all and they're probably going to grow up just to be just like them so be anyways here is, uh, so anytime uh, Joe Bryben has a speaking event, um, my buddies and I, we always used to joke around about it, talk about it, but uh, during the debate, stuff like that, Joe Biden, uh, his eyes are like this, just black, because it's all pupil, his eyes are dilated. Um, you, you can really start noticing it, but I started noticing that a lot during the debates, and you know, and you notice a lot when he's got something important he's got to say, and he can't look like complete, you know, freaking, you know, mind melt. But I've always said that they juice Joe Biden up with shit before he takes stage, just so he doesn't have any blunders, and it's not even working, right? So he doesn't have any, you know, misspeaks or whatever. So. The man says it, and of course I'm like, oh, we were all thinking it, but that's of course how that works. Check this one out. There's never been a time where we've been closer. We're inches away, and we have a man that literally can't speak. He can't get off a stage. The other day he tried to get off a stage. Now look, I'm up here now. There are a lot of people. There's a lot of television going crazy. There's so much... I'm up here. But you know, when I'm finished, I'm going to look over there. I'm going to see an exit. I'm going to look over there. I can take that one, that one. And what I can't do is walk through the back wall. <laughs> and he told me, did you see the other day? I'm like, you know, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, what happens after about 20 minutes, the stuff that he's taking wears off. So it gets really big. Gets a little groggy. Gets a little bit groggy. They say, get him off the stage. That shit's wearing off, man. Get them off. <laughs> no, no, no. And I'm sure that the cocaine that they found in the White House, that nobody, for, I, I'm sure, I feel certain it had nothing to do with Hunter and Joe, by the way.
Here, Dad, have a little of this stuff. It's going to liven you up a little bit. Can you imagine they found a stash that you wouldn't believe and nobody laid claim to it? <laughs> the man just shoots it straight, you know? And that's what a lot of people appreciate. But there's, unfortunately, a, a group out there who tend to try to push us towards the more European style. They want us to be just like Europe. And it's always funny, too, because, like, the people that talk shit to me on Twitter are always from Canada, from, you know, these European countries, you know, that are candidly, they're just leeches on the United States, right? They're just black hole money pits. They'll take the money. Do we really get anything? No. Joe Biden gets a little bit of cooperation from Trudeau. But the guy's just a pussy. I mean... I don't understand how anybody could like Trudeau, but then you start talking about how him and Joe have a lot of sim similarities. During the truck protest, he went after all of the all, all of the truck drivers, the protesters, and shut off their bank accounts. Now think about that. After January sixth. Bank of America and a few other banks were turning over, without being asked, private information to the FBI about their clients who might have had something, might have just been there on January 6th. They might have just been standing outside holding a flag. Might have been like Owen Schroyer, didn't even go inside, but you know, three years uh, in jail and two more years of probation and somebody can, you know, uh, service hours, community service hours. It's a joke. When I hear Democrats <clears throat> try to force their narrative on me, it's almost like they live on a different fucking planet. They are so misinformed. The Democrat, and Bill Maher actually said it. He actually said it on one of his previous shows about a couple years ago, where he said that the general Democrat base doesn't like to think for themselves, right? They will go and they will get the every booster and jab and vaccine that you tell them to, and they'll get mad at anybody that doesn't, even though none of it makes scientific sense. I've never heard of a vaccine that everybody else has to get for it to work, okay? It, that's not how these things work. They had to change the definition of the vaccine for this, okay? But continuing on, I have never seen anything like this, ever. But most, there's many in my generation that won't, that, that, that haven't seen this yet, right? Yes, we had Iraq, and that was awful, you know? We had the war in Iraq, and that was terrible, claimed so many lives, and it was just so brutal and violent. But there is an important thing about peace through strength. Peace through strength when nobody fucks with the big guy on the, on, on, you know, on recess, on the playground, the big guy could be retarded. He could just be, Ugh. but you know what? If he's huge, nobody wants to piss him off, regardless of how nice he is, regardless of how weird he is. Nobody's going to piss him off, okay? My point is this. Joe Biden loosened all of the restrictions on Iran. 
And by doing this, it allowed Iran to start illegally selling oil. So they brought in like $200 billion worth of stuff, of money that they weren't making under the Trump administration. Iran was broke under the Trump administration. And then you get the Obamas and uh, Bidens that are trying to talk about the Iran nuclear deal. These people should not even be fucking close to a nuclear warhead. You see how they have, do not give a shit about life. They do not give a shit about anything except whatever their religion says. And, and their religion says to go blow yourself up. That's the difference between Islam and, and Christianity is that in Islam, you have to go sacrifice yourself to make your God happy. I know that my God sent his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. And that, that's what I'm going to say. It's, it's, literally, it's like you have to kill yourself to, you don't have to kill yourself to make, to make the real God happy. Okay? <laughs> but we need to start making peace with our God because the CCP, China, they are ready for war. And I thought this bit was interesting because they talk about China's plan and what their plan is, is to spread us out, spread the United States out so we're thin, right? Not just so we're going after Ukraine, or, you know, in Ukraine, you know, now we're in Ukraine, we're in you know, Israel, but they're gonna try to pull us into Taiwan and Israel, and, and their goal is to make, to spread the United States thin. Listen to this one, this is kind of interesting. CP is planning a war against the United States. As part of this, the Chinese Communist Party's leaders are planning to draw America into four separate wars, and they believe at least one of these needs to be a terrorist organization. Now, what's interesting with the recent attacks by Hamas against Israel is how they correspond to all of this. Now, there are reports that Taliban guns left by the U.S. made their way to terrorists in the Gaza Strip. There were reports that Iran was directly involved in coordinating the attacks behind the scenes. But probably the most important piece with all this is what's being much less discussed. Because in June of this year, CCP leader Xi Jinping met personally with Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas. And he announced the establishment of a China-Palestine strategic partnership, which he stated, quote, will be an important milestone in the history of bilateral relation. The CCP is planning. So that's their plan, right? And Hamas is a terrorist organization. So, I mean, just and, and going with that idea, right? I mean, we could defeat them over there, Hamas, but then we just had our southern border open for the last three years, letting everybody in. So they could theoretically attack us here at home and we could be sitting here, not fighting them over there on their land, no, fighting them here. And Joe Biden's actually proposing bringing Palestinian refugees into the United States. The refugees that cheer death to America, he wants to let into our country. Yeah, I know, it makes perfect sense. So, this is a crazy video. Check this one out, this is crazy, check this one out.
everyone starts killing each other in the comment section let me just tell you all to stop being a sheep if you truly believe that a group that has been stuck in a city for 20 years and weren't even able to take a fart outside of that border all of a sudden is able to go by land into like the strongest intelligence in the world without even like one person resisting them then you are stupido the pictures of these guys from hamas going into israel they were on parachutes have you ever been in a parachute do you know how long it takes to get to the ground that's enough time to be like hey surgeon we see someone probably falling from the ground a bunch of them actually that's how fast it, it goes in a real world but like there was nobody on the border please pull back home like people living in palestine and in israel like almost everyone in israel has served in the army before even they know that a fly can't even cross that border without having like an alert have you ever been through the israeli airport like the security there is insane the moral of the story is if you think that what is happening today and the text message that everyone received in the U.S. that was a test for an emergency a couple of days ago. And the fact that it just happens that the U.S. government just passed a law allowing all Israelis to come into the U.S. without a visa. And it just so happened that it happened when the one time there's a huge festival right by the border. Every news channel is calling it the 9-11 of Israel. Israeli official calling today their 9-11. <laughs> Let's think about it. What happened after 9-11? That's right, a country invasion. You know why? Because the media is so good at evoking your emotion, my emotion, all of our emotions. I said, you don't give a shit about facts. It's all about fiction. The only world that matters is the one in here. And you people believe the craziest shit. Why? What validates and makes your fictions real? Feelings. Here's the thing about feelings. They're so much easier to control than facts. These people... So, I thought that was a pretty good bit. You know, because there, there's some shady stuff going on there. You know, they might have been set up. You know, they, there might have been some inside, some inside help. You know, like, they might have been compromised. You know, the same way that the United States could be compromised. I mean, we literally just, like, Trump had to have closed down all these, like, um, Chinese, like, listening posts here in the States. <laughs> and then, all of a sudden, when Joe takes office, we have a, one of the big balloons that just fly over. You know, all of our military installations, all that stuff. Can't imagine that they were doing anything nefarious. But... It goes back to just saying, you know, Joe waited for days to blow that thing out of the fucking air. And the guy took millions and millions of dollars from from China in terms of bribes through his crackhead son, Hunter. So it begs the question, is anything that's going on right now in the world or in the Biden world, is it being driven off of bribe that was sent to his family? And that's the most important thing that a lot of Democrats, well, there's no evidence, well, there's, there's a ton of evidence, but um, a bribe does not have to be paid directly to the person. A bribe can also be paid to a family member. 
and that's what happened in the case. And the Bidens are actually pretty good at money laundering. They uh, they knew how to do it, so it wasn't as easy. That's why it's taken so long to to actually put it together. But um, so uh, college campuses um, are having all these pro uh, Hamas uh, terrorist things, and it's getting really crazy. Check this out. Oh, looks like we lost a video on that one. All right, we're moving on. Um, sometimes we lose our videos. Um, so, as they were saying on, uh, on, a, on a lot of the TV, is that they're saying that Hamas cut off the heads of 40 babies, 40 children. And... The, the pro-Hamas, pro-terrorist, pro-Palestine people are all saying, well, there's no evidence of that. That's not true. There was no evidence that there was 40 bodies. Okay, so I'm going to put that one to rest for you. Here is a captured terrorist from Hamas admitting that they cut off his head, that they cut off babies' heads. <laughs> So, I mean, it's in a different language. So for the listeners later, it's not going to be great, but I can drop that uh, video. And it's all, they have the subtitles in the bottom, it's all translated and everything too. But um, at one point, this terrorist admits that he was with the people uh, from the Palestinian forces or terrorists or whatever the fuck you want to call them, um, that he was with them when they decapitated the baby's heads. So... That's a fact, okay? Um, we can stop saying that there's no evidence of that. Uh, this guy admitted it, okay? He said he did it. He was part of it, and this is a pro-Hamas guy. So we can, we can stop that bullshit. We can stop that shit right now. Um, continuing on, I thought this was a really interesting one. This is Judge uh, Napolitano uh, talking about Trump when he was uh, called by Trump about, um, with questions about who he should pardon. Uh, check this one out. It's pretty interesting when he was in the White House. So he called me uh, about two or three weeks before he left office to ask my opinion on some of the people he was about to pardon. And then I said, Mr. President, can I raise, after giving him my opinion on the pardons, uh, and I won't mention any of those names, but uh, Mr. President, do you remember promising me personally and the American public that you would, before you leave the White House, open up the JFK assassination files. Yes, I do remember promising that. Well, you only have two weeks left. And he said to me, Judge, if you saw what I saw, you wouldn't open up those files either. And I said, what do you mean? He said, someday when we're talking together and there aren't 15 people listening, because he was calling me from the White House switchboard, I will tell you what I saw. President Trump, when he was in the White House. So that goes with that okay so the cia has had people in the media for years okay they've had and it's been proven that the cia had people in the media that always used to say that ufos were 
weather balloons or other things like that for some reason, right? Because they didn't think the general public could handle it or something. Though in 2023, people are like, oh, there's so much warm shit going on that, oh my God, there's aliens exist? Ah, oh, whatever, who gives a shit? <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, is that the CIA had something to do with John F. Kennedy's assassination. Bobby Kennedy Jr. openly says this. And the Biden regime and the and the deep state or whatever the fuck you want to call the regime, they won't even give him uh, fucking secret service while his dad was assassinated as a, as a candidate. <laughs> I mean, these people are sick and, and, and they're just awful. It's evil. It really is evil. Um, I, I, if... I guess the point is, is that, you know, if you haven't figured out that these people are evil yet, that the Democrats and the liberals and these European, uh, you know, country type pushers, they're not for us. They don't want us to live well. They want everybody to live like shit, but everybody is taken care of. They want the people that, that are the most productive to just be happy taking care of everybody. And that's not how the fucking world works. Here's, uh, this guy's awesome. His name's Scott Labato. I see some of you here, but not enough, because this shit fucks up everything in your community more than any other place. These are your jobs. These are your scooters to get to work. These are your shelters. And you constantly fucking vote for these Democrats for 70 years. The black community, I'm talking to you. And what have they given you? Absolutely nothing. Deserve to these illegal fucking aliens. Where the fuck are you, black community? How can you even operate? I'm specifying the black community. Read what's happening now. The revolving doors of justice affects your black community because it is the young thugs in your community that are beating the shit out of you that are destroying your mom and pop businesses smashing grab without any punishment how the fuck are you still voting for these people who make those decisions it blows my mind it makes me sad. Well, that's Scott Lepato. He's all—he's a painter, very, um, very outspoken, very conservative, as you can see. But he's just a pissed-off New Yorker, you know. Everybody's sick of being taken advantage of by their taxes. I would have no problem. And you know what? I will say this. I would say that if the taxes come down a little bit. But you got rid of all the social programs and we started paying down on the debt. The economy would boom on its own. Because right now what's happening is, you know, it's very hard um, to operate when uh, your debt is larger than your GDP. Uh, right now the debt is 120% of our national GDP. Um, so I'm going to end you guys with this one. This guy was a former Hamas member who came out to expose them. 
Uh, he's got a lot to say. Very interesting. Check this one out. I take the floor on behalf of the UN Watch. My name is Musab Hassan Youssef. I grew up in Ramallah as a member of Hamas. I address the words to the Palestinian Authority, which claims to be the sole legitimate representative of the Palestinian people. I ask, where does your leg legitimacy come from? The Palestinian people did not elect you, and they did not appoint you to represent them. You are self-appointed. Your accountability is not to your own people, this is evidenced by your own total violation for their human rights. In fact, the Palestinian individual and their human development is the least of your concerns. You kidnap Palestinian students from campus and torture them in your jails. You torture your political rivals. The suffering of the Palestinian people is the outcome of your selfish political interest. You are the greatest enemy of the Palestinian people. If Israel did not exist, you would have no one to, to blame. Take responsibility for the outcome of your own actions. You fan the flames of conflict to maintain your abusive power. Finally, you use this platform to mislead the international community, to mislead the Palestinian society, to believe that Israel is responsible for the problems you create. Thank you. Drop the fucking mic. That's all I got for you for today. I'll see you guys Wednesday. Keep the faith. Get out there and talk shit to a liberal. Don't do anything I want.